0: To another episode of the Organic Mindset Podcast. As always, we got some new knowledge, new juice for y'all to tune into. So, without further ado, I'm going to let my guest introduce himself. So, man, go ahead and tell them a little bit about yourself, tell them who you are, what you do.
1: For sure. First of all, Brother Williams, I appreciate you so much for having me on the podcast. Uh, Without further ado, my name is Miles Nolly. I am a senior at Northwestern State University. I have a major in accounting, a minor in business and administration and a minor in computer information systems. Uh, I'm also a member of the greatest fraternity on this side of heaven, which is Kappa Alpha Psi, which uh, Justin Williams, he uh, brought me into the bond. So uh, it words can't explain like how much I look up to him as a person and a brother. Um, I'm also the president of Beta Alpha Psi, uh, which is an accounting organization on uh, NSU's campus. Uh, also a member of Student Activity Organization Board, which is short for, well, the abbreviation is S-A-O-B, and basically, uh, with that organization, we are considered leaders in the business department as well, Um, and I am also a member of uh, African American History Club, so it's a little bit about me.
0: Man, I feel like you gave them people a, you know, gave them people (laughs) a gave them something to look up to for sure. (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Oh, yeah, most of So that's going to take me into my first question. So pretty much with everything you said, you know, you're involved in and things of that nature. What is like if you had to give, you know, advice as far as like being involved in college, what are you mm-hmm. know, like what has given you to be, you know, so involved? And also kind of like what are the you know, what are some like the benefits that you've seen from, you know, being involved on campus? Yeah. Um, so that's really a good question. Um, And just to piggyback
1: off that, being involved is one of the most important things that somebody can do, especially in college. Um, I'm actually from Natchitoches and my school, uh, Northwestern State University is in Natchitoches. So uh, I kind of knew a majority of the individuals that are in Natchitoches, but surprisingly enough, the people on Northwestern's campus, most of them are not from Natchitoches. So it's basically like Northwestern is it's own little town within Natchitoches, if that makes sense. Um, so I felt like I was starting from ground zero. So from pre-K all the way up to 12th grade, I knew basically everybody in Natchitoches because it's not a, a huge town. Um, but when I got to Northwestern, I was like, oh, snap, like I really have to, you know, get out there and get my name out there again, after 12 years of schooling, but uh, well, 14 counting pre-K and so forth, but after after all those years of schooling, I had to uh, just really start from ground zero. And one of my main motivations for uh, wanting to get active on campus is to get my face known to Cap Alpha Psi. Uh, I, I figured that if I was able to join different organizations, that sooner enough, some of those members would possibly look at me like, okay, you know, he's actually doing something and he can be a benefit to this organization. And that, that leads me to another thing. Um, one of the things that you always want to do as an individual is you, you don't ever want to go into a relationship, um, just basically pulling from somebody or, or something. Um, so you always want to have something that you can actually bring to them in order to have a, a perfect relationship. Uh, and that—that's actually one of my mentors. Um, his name is uh, Neo Davis. You can actually follow him on Instagram. But uh, you can—he—he he has Instagram lives often. But um, one of those things that—that that just really just stood out to me. Uh, They—they—he's a part of an organization called Circle of CEOs. And basically, this particular circle, uh, one person actually invests in stocks. Uh, another person does forex. Another person and within the circle of CEOs does strictly trucking. Uh, and another person, uh, his name is Mr. Him 500. He, uh, he deals with just building people's credit. And he also helps you with being able to learn how to get, uh, business funding. Uh, I think it's like $250,000 of startup funding for your business. So, uh, that, that was just a few people you want to, you know, just look into. And, um, just again, like I said, not to veer off on what I was saying, but just, just bringing something to the table always separates you from the next person. So, uh, to to answer your question, uh, so once once I joined a multitude of different organizations, uh, some of the guys that were in the organization, cap outside, they kind of noticed it, and uh, I was able to, you know, not not say I had a cakewalk in, but I was able to be familiar with some of the individuals uh, outside of the organization itself so when I went to the interest meeting you know I kind of knew some of their faces and they kind of had seen see my face a few times and uh, that was really the whole uh, motivation for me getting active on campus um, if anybody knows me I'm extremely quiet at times but um, I've actually grown out of that a lot but uh, yeah but that's 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 really how I I got motivated to get active on campus.
0: Okay okay it yeah, is that's That's real interesting, you know, and just to kind of like touch on, you know, some of the, well, pretty much, you know, him 500. So that was, you know, someone that I followed on Instagram as well. And then kind of, like I said, just kind of looking at the people that were, you know, in his inner circle, so you know, as far as like Mr. Two Weeks Out and stuff like that, that was also, you know, another person I went and followed and, you know, Alex Good Energy. I'm not sure what his real name is, but that's kind of like I say, hi, you know, categorize him. I feel like, you know, everybody in, you know, in his inner circle kind of has something like, to offer and it's all like, kind of like you said, they vary, you know, different fields and so, you know, things of that nature. And, you know, I I feel like personally, like I said, that's very beneficial just as far as like, you know, kind of like being someone that's up and coming and kind of like doing your research. Yeah. So, you know, uh, with Tony the Closer, that was also somebody else, you know, kind of like I had like looked into and it was kind of, I guess like in a negative manner in a sense, like I had followed him but it was after the fact, like a lot of kind of beef that came up between, you know, like him and um, him 500, but it was kind of like, you know, them off like knowing each other personally and stuff like that, and just kind of like past dealings and stuff they had. But I mean, I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, business is business, you know, they kind of squashed it, but, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I actually remember that. Yeah. And it was it was really like a big thing because they, you're taking two influencers and they just, you know, they they got into it, but, um. Uh, Just to piggyback off what you actually just said, uh, uh, there's a famous quote that I teach to all of my members, uh, both Beta Alpha Psi and Kappa Alpha Psi. Um, Every, most likely every meeting I start off with this, and it's just simply uh, a simple quote that simply says that if you surround yourselves around four millionaires, you're going to be the fifth millionaire. And that's just simply because you putting yourself around like-minded individuals to actually want to see you win and you don't surround yourself around people that, you know, they they kind of hating on you in a sense. Uh, And they, when, when they see that you gain a little success, they kind of, you know, they, they get insecure about their own dealings and their own success that they would rather not see you win, but rather they'll see you lose rather than, you know, uh, if you have four for well-being, well, well, individuals, they all want to see you in because it's like, okay, we all got it, but now I, I need to make you rich now, and that's what uh, Jay Z actually said in one of his songs. He's basically saying how they determine success by who, who else they've made successful. So that's kind of one of those things that I've, I've taken after listening to multiple, multiple podcasts and, uh, like, in particular, the Organic Mindset podcast. You know, this is something big that you're doing that you really don't even know that maybe even two, three years down the line, and I'm just saying two, three years, but it can actually happen today, yeah. Um. that you just, you just never know who's listening and who's watching. So, you know, that's one of those things you have to always, you know, be ahead of the game and like I said, bring something to the table. So just like you practicing on this craft, you know, there's some day that you're going to meet somebody that that you can actually help with this and you can bring a business proposition and you just never know where it's going to lead you to but it takes for somebody to actually hone in on the skill and become the absolute best that you can actually be and then that's when you see the
0: success that you actually need to see oh most deaf most deaf and like i say <clears throat> pretty much you know like i say all of that kind of goes hand in hand especially you know kind of like in a direction i feel like we're going as far as you know a society like social media base. And, you know, I kind of talked about that on the last episode. I pretty much just kind of honed in on like further elaborating how things have changed, you know, even if you look at it from, you know, a 10 year span or whatever, just kind of how we've gone so much to mm-hmm. a social media base and just kind of like having, you know, these huge influencers. It used to be kind of like, OK, you know, it's it's like a celebrity or, you know, someone that holds like a big presence in the world but it wasn't necessarily because of that social media presence. It was more so because of, I guess, kind of like what they did or what they were selling, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. So like, I feel like, you know, it, like us as individuals, we kind of need to hone in on that and also just kind of take, you know, take advantage of like the different, you know, social media platforms that exist and also just kind of like different ways or different, you know, things that we could do to further enhance our name or kind of like, you know, like even like I guess, you know, kind of with like doing your research and stuff like that. There's so many people out there and so many different sources. Not saying that, you know, what works for them will work for you, but it's important to, like I say, just kind of have their mindset, like, okay, I'm, you know, gonna do my research or whatever, this, that, and the other. And I know I have various, you know, sources that I can rely on. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I I
1: definitely agree with that. Um, social media is one of the biggest platforms that we have right now. So there's absolutely no reason or no excuse for anybody that's aspiring to be somebody, uh, there's there's absolutely no excuse for you because the the information that we have at our fingertips is crazy uh, as far as learning literally anything in the world. Um, Stocks, again, trucking, working out, every aspect of your life is literally at your fingertips. Now, social media is a, a great thing, but it can also be a negative thing. Um, One thing, man, I tell you, at the beginning of this year, um, I actually experienced depression. And it was simply because I had uh, been on social media a lot, comparing my life to other people, Um, you know, in my last year of college. So, you know, it's one of those things where I'm sure as you remember, when you are approaching your last year of college, where it's like you know what you want to do, but at the same time you don't uh you you see other people making money see them being successful and you know you kind of in the same position um but you know so so i feel like again it's all about who you surround yourself around now if you're following individuals and uh that that are constantly being negative on a daily basis then you know that could be uh, detrimental to your everyday life but now if you're following people like him 500 mr two weeks out neo davis uh david never sleeps um organic mindset podcast uh these these particular pages are out there to help you you know so yeah. i again i appreciate everything you're doing bro like this this is crazy <laughs> and you know it's even more wild is that i remember when you when you first talked about doing this podcast you actually gave me a call and we had probably about like a two two hour call and we just talking about housing and how you said that you wanted you know start the podcast up, but you You know, a lot of people are all all talk, but they don't actually, you know, go go with what they what they're actually
0: doing. But I mean, you actually did this, bro. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Like I say, and I feel like, you know, that's the biggest like a lot of times I feel like that's kind of like one of the big things that, you know, holds a lot of people back, like pretty much just kind of like either procrastination or, you know, and I guess this kind of like falls into the procrastination class as well but like, you know, I'm, I'm real big on kind of like Millionaire Mindset podcast. And that was kind of like a big, you know, it kind of gave me a big boost as I went back to like, you know, the beginning stages of their podcast and just kind of like listening to the point they came from, you know, then compared to now, like I said, years later, it's kind of like all about, you know what I'm saying, delayed gratification and pretty much just putting yourself in a position where, you know, you can succeed. Like I say, you know, nothing happens overnight, but yeah. Like on one of the recent episodes, I guess it was kind of like, you know, how how people always have like little snippets of kind of like how the episode, you know, was, was I guess what the next episode entails or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So for the, like one of the most recent episodes, it was pretty much like the title of it was, well, not even the title, but just kind of like, I guess the saying or the, the whatever it was, it was kind of like stop asking others for permission to go after your dreams. And I yeah. feel like a lot of times that's what people end up, you know they end up stopping themselves or kind of cutting themselves short because they always want that gratification from the next person. Like, yeah, bro, I feel like you could do that. You know, I feel like a lot of times, like anything, even, you know, as far as school and stuff like that, people have different routes, you know, people don't always see your vision. So I feel like, you know, it's important that if you sit there and map it out and, you know, you have things like the way that you want to, is so important and so vital to just kind of like, you know, pretty much come up with a game plan and regardless of, you know, what the next person says, just go after it. Cause you know what I'm saying? If you put your yeah. head down and kind of like grind it out, you never know, you know, where you could be in the next few months or, you know, however. So. Yeah. And I,
1: I man, and you know, something that I was thinking about as you we were talking is that oftentimes people think success is sexy. Yeah. Um, You know, nothing about success is, feels good to the people that are actually putting in the work day in and day out, staying up late at night, you know, Just trying to get to where they want to be. You know, it actually takes determination, consistency, uh, which which we'll get into a little bit later in the podcast because I want to share one of my personal experiences about how I'm able to. You know, uh, it's it's more on the investment side, but it took me a long way to get to where I'm at now. So. Uh, we
0: we'll get to that later in the podcast though. <laughs> most of most dev, yeah, most dev. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most dev. So kind of like to touch back on, you know, because I feel like you know, that we kind of straight off definitely gave out some, you know, major gems, the major inspiration, you know, for whoever is listening. So, but to kind of get back, you know, on what we were talking about as first, as, you know, if at first as far as being involved, you know, and stuff like that, do you like how how do you find, you know. A balance, you know, being in all these organizations and also, you know, I'm saying completing your senior year in the midst Mm -hmm. of kind of determining, you know, what you want to do after school and stuff like that. You know, how how do you how do you make that happen? Yeah. So one
1: one thing uh, that I that I learned uh, with being in some of my organizations is to properly prepare. Yeah. Uh, So most noobs out there or any organization, they know proper preparation, you know. Uh, and and that's something that actually stuck with me, uh, not just from the time of, you know, being on the yard, but actually in every aspect of life, simply because, uh, you know, if you don't properly prepare, prepare it, it's not going to get done. And one of those things that you have to do in order to prepare is, is you know, this is, this is old school way of doing or going about life, but it's something that you actually taught me is to write things down. Yes, sir. And uh, the Bible even talks about writing the vision and making it plain. So it's, it's just something about actually writing it down. And as you you writing it down, you know your mind actually thinks about other things that you could do to make that specific event better, or uh, or your whole entire organization better, simply because you're writing it down. Yeah. Um. Also, um. You know, the Bible also talks about life and death is in the power of the tongue. Uh, so. Whenever you're speaking things, you know, there's life in what you're actually saying. So in order to, you know, have that balance, you have to actually not only write it down, but then you say out loud what you're actually going to do for that particular day, that particular week. So now I I am uh, actually a musician. So uh, I actually, I don't read music, but I learn by ear. So whenever I hear things, it's like my mind can actually pick it up like right then. So, whenever I write down a specific task for that particular day or week and I say it out loud, now I remember it. And that's that's just something that comes with, you know, uh being creative and, you know, actually wanting to see the success that you want to see. Man, it it literally takes hard work even just to to plan everything out. Um sometimes I have a time conflict and um with with being a president of two organizations is it's a lot to juggle simply because you are taken on the, the burdens and the weight of all individuals. Uh, and one, one thing that I actually have taken from, you know, being over organizations and being a part of organizations is that the, the power of delegation and you and I had this conversation, we just had our homecoming, yeah. uh, this past weekend, um, uh, October 23rd. So, and, and, you know, I was, I was actually getting to a point where like, man, this this, this entire homecoming is not going (laughs) to (laughs) happen.
0: It's not going to happen this year, man. And I mean, (laughs) you you talked about that, you know, it's like, sometimes, you know, it can feel overwhelming, but I feel like, you know, that's kind of almost like any other situation, you know, you kind of look at it at the end of the day, Like, you know, looking, trying to look ahead, like, okay, man, you know, this date is coming up, blah, blah, blah. But Mm -hmm. the thing about that, you know, and kind of like what I had used to kind of make, you know, things like that just seem easier. I guess any difficult task at the end of the day, (laughs) the time is not going to stop rolling just because, you know, you have this difficult task coming up. So it's like, okay, if I have this difficult task coming up, the time I have now until then will truly dictate what, you know, what, like how the outcome of pretty much the situation. So if I mm. choose to, you know, be neglectful until then, of course it's, it'll be a disaster, but if it is a disaster, you know, I pretty much have to lay in that bed. It, it'll be over soon. But mm. if I choose to, you mm-hmm. know, like prepare for it, then the, it, it'll be a success regardless of how hard, you know, the situation is and it'll just be that simple.
1: Man, that, and you know, it's crazy, man. I, I was actually riding in my car about two, three days ago. and. Uh, this is something that i help I, I do to help my speech because uh, I'm actually like i stated earlier extremely quiet person but you know being put in certain positions to actually speak in front of large organized large large members large individuals, groups of ind- individuals excuse me uh you know I have to actually practice that and uh it's it's hard for individuals that that have been introverted all their life but um what one thing that I was thinking about when I was in my truck, man, I was like, you know, we oftentimes think about the future so much that we forget about the present. You know, we, we have so much time on our hands that we can, you know, just small things that can get done right now that will ultimately lead up to that massive thing uh, in the future. So we, we just need to stay focused on what we have today and right now for the time being. Um, my dad and I, uh, actually had a conversation about a month ago and, uh, my dad is actually a pastor in Monroe, Louisiana. And so every Sunday we travel to, to Monroe and we've been doing this about 17 years. So over half my life and I'm 22 years old now. So over half my life, we've been going back and forth and, uh, furthermore, he, he works in Alexandria as well. So, uh, needless to say. Uh, we are an extremely busy family, and so uh, one thing that, that he and I had a conversation about again about a month ago is that we just need to you know enjoy the moment for be in the moment, you know enjoying the moment and not worrying about you know oh I have this meeting tomorrow, I have this this event coming up at six o'clock, you know just enjoy wherever you are right now. Not saying being content and uh, complacent, but you know enjoy what God has blessed you with right now. And then, you know, just, just delegate small things that you can do right now that can actually, you know, further your career. Or uh, if there's a particular book, I know you're deeply into books, you know, read a page today. If you, if you can't read a full chapter, read two pages, you know, start small and that eventually lead up to something great.
0: Yeah, no, nah, most definitely. And it's crazy, like I say, you know, that you say that with books because I kind of, like, you know, took that in the stride as far as, like, a small part of, you know, the bigger picture as far as, like, just kind of, like, constantly, you know, gaining knowledge or whatever because, like, one of my biggest things I kind of honed in with, was the, with the podcast was I don't want to, you know, just pretty much kind of be complacent with it as far as, okay, I just, you know, I'll just drop an episode this week, I'll just drop an episode this week. Every week, you know, just like I expect, you know, my guests to kind of come with, you know, some knowledge or, you know, something that could really help people. I also try to do the same. So whatever, you know, like topics I try to, you know, discuss or whatever, I want to be, you know, fully knowledgeable on them as well. And I don't want to just Mm -hmm. come into it like, you know, blindsided because that's just like, you know, if we're sitting there and we're talking about stocks or some of that nature, if I don't, you know, of course, like I say, you know, I am gaining knowledge from my guests, but I don't want to come into the situation like, okay, he didn't do his, you know, he didn't do his homework. He pretty mm-hmm. much just came into this, you know, blind. So as far as yeah. like reading books and stuff like that, I feel like, you know, it always kind of gave me an edge as far as having something to bring to the table. And I feel like, you know, that's so important in so many situations or whatever, even as far as like relationships. And when I say relationships, I don't necessarily mean, you know, just boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. I mean, you know, even just friendships, it's important to, you know. Like ensure that everybody is bringing something to the table, kind of just how we talked about, you know, with some of the you know social media, like the people we looked at on social media. I feel like the reason that you know the group is successful as a whole is because you know everyone has their thing or their niche that they you know pretty much study and kind of hone in on, so mm-hmm. they can all bring something to the bigger table. Because even just you know listening to music and things like that of that nature, you'll catch like different little. I guess different little subliminals and stuff like how you said about Jay Z. So, like I, you know, listen to fabulous and stuff like that. He always kind of, you know, like throw in little hints and stuff about that. Like pretty much, you know, you can come sit, you can come sit at the table, but you have to bring your own chill. It's yeah, it's it's different little things, you know, of that manner. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely deep, bro. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Like I said, you know, a lot of time it'll go over people's head or whatever just because. But I'm like, man, you know, we have so much motivation around us as far as, you know, like I say, social media. Of course, you know, you have to filter that and take it how you, you know, how you feel like you should. Like if it's something beneficial, you're actually seeing, you know, the results from it, this that, and other, you know, take that as a, you know, take that as as heath, I guess. And kind of how you said, you know, with your dad or whatever, because I'm somewhat in the same situation. Of course, you know, was is in more so a like commute or whatever, but like with my dad, you know, he kind of works a lot or whatever, like long hours and stuff like that and still kind of does, you know, his, you know, stuff on the side. So mm-hmm. my biggest thing with that is, you know, he's kind of always been like that, like I say, legit my whole life and kind of like working long hours. So I'm like, you know, if my dad could do it, he's such and such years old, I know that I can do it. You know, I've yeah. been, like I say you has times where you look at it like that too. Like, okay, I feel like this task is hard, but I know my dad could, you know, drive to Monroe every week, drive to Hillik, you know, so it's, Mm-hmm. It's it's, you know, it, it kind of like lightens the load a little bit, you know. And oh, yeah. they Like me and my parents, you know, we always kind of talk about this is like pretty much almost looking at it, you know, from a, I guess, like a generational standpoint, the goal is always to be better than, you know, before or whatever. And I feel like, like I said, I don't have kids, but, you know, like as a parent, like I say, just when my dad comes, you know, comes and talk to me, it's always like, you know, the biggest thing is to be better than I am not saying I'm in a bad position or whatever, but if we continue to do this at some point, you know, something <laughs> something is going to be, you know, right. the best. And like I say, you know, the situation is only getting better. Like I say, granted, you know, it's a lot of other factors in, in play as far as like laws and things of that nature. But I feel like, you know, as long as we had that mindset, like, you know, I'm going to do better than my parents did, blah, blah, blah. I feel like, you know, as a people, we could go a long way and also just kind of like. Getting, you know, getting our like other people involved as far as like family. Don't get me wrong, sometimes family can, you know, play a big part in like someone's downfall, but that's where you mm-hmm. know you kind of have to be selective with your energy. Yeah, so, yeah, actually, um, that, that's that's
1: extremely good. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm going back to a question that you asked me earlier, uh, and there's just some a few things that I thought about and I wrote down actually, uh, whenever you are leaving high school and, and trying to get into college. Yeah. Uh it is extremely important for every individual to do as much research as possible prior to your senior year. Yes. Simply because um, you know, oftentimes we we say, Yeah, I'm gonna be a doctor, I'm gonna be a lawyer. Uh you know, some some of the things that are extremely popular to individuals just simply because it sounds good. Yeah. And and that's that's the fact out. of the matter, you know, they make a lot they, of money. Yeah, I mean, but people fail to realize that college is extremely great and I, I I encourage it for everybody, um, just simply because all the social, emotional uh benefits that you can gather from it um is extremely beneficial to individuals. However, uh it is, is extremely imperative that everybody prays before they you know make that big decision because this is a decision that could you know possibly Put you in a lot of debt practically you have a great ACT that you know that will help you get the financial assistance that you would need in order to you know finish your college career but you need to you need to extremely pray I mean every night and it's something that I wish I did um, before getting into getting into college I actually started off as a biology major uh, and then I went over to CIS then now I'm at accounting with a minor in CIS and a minor in business. But you know if i if I had done the proper preparation once again and prayed a lot about what i actually wanted to do and what my actual calling was and not so much like try to try to please everyone by saying i'm going to be a physical therapist simply because it sounded good you know yeah. uh keeping up with the Joneses so to speak <laughs> uh, that that's that's one of the things that I, I really regret and if there's anybody that is listening to this podcast that could you know, take something away from me as individuals that you need to pray first. After that, uh, you need to be active, and you need to be active in high school. So, if there's a, a we actually, I was actually um the uh, president of a glee club in in a high school, and it was basically like a, a gospel organization that I created. You know, I I partnered up with the um with the pr- with the uh, principal of the school, Nacogdoches Central. And uh, another one of my buddies named Tyreek, he actually taught me a lot music, musically wise. Uh, and we, us three individuals, we got together and we had a, a choir of over 40 individuals, you know? And that's that's part of being a leader, you know, having a, a vision, writing it down, saying it out loud, and then execution, you know? Uh, also, uh, that that's, that falls under the category of getting active. So that's my second point. First point is pray. Second, get active. And third, uh, maybe maybe this one should be second, but you should also have this in uh, in your list, which is to meet others. Um, you know, oftentimes people say, you know, I'm self independent. I can do bad all by myself. You know, all these popular sayings that that people you they know, say they they think they think. You know, that it's a, it's a good saying, but in actuality, without other people, you really can't get to where you need to go, you know. Some uh,
0: people, <laughs> some people, whether it be networking, you know, uh, just kind of whatever, that's that's 100% true. Yeah, it's, it's just
1: the fact of the matter. You really can't reach the next level if you don't, you know, put your face out there and actually take the initiative to meet other individuals to get to where you need to be, you know. so. Uh, th- those are my three things um, that I would strongly encourage everybody that's graduating from high school to to uh, pay attention to and write those things down just so that you can be, uh, it'll enhance your overall career readiness. So once you get to college, you're like, okay, man, I got this game plan. I'm going to knock these classes out and uh, I'm going to go ahead and graduate and get on with my life, you know, so uh,
0: that those three things will really help you out a lot. Oh, yeah, I, I I completely agree. And like I said, I feel like, you know, that's, that's really a valid point. Like I say, you know, of course, like I said, I've been, you know, through the four years or whatever. And just from my personal experience, like I say, I was, you know, blessed enough to be able to knock it out in four years and not really have, you know, a hiccup. Like, don't get me wrong, I feel like, you know, something I always associated with the process of, you know, college is kind of contemplating because, you know, you come around so many different individuals in different fields and stuff like that. And they always kind of tell you like, okay, well, you know, I'm taking such and such class, you know, this is easy, blah, blah, blah. And it is Mm -hmm. times where, you know, like I say, you know, in my opinion, it only gets harder in certain aspects. But like I said, if you take it, you know, day by day, kind of how we talked about earlier, it's like, at the end of the day, the light will begin to show and you will see the end of that tunnel. So Mm -hmm. it's like, like I just remember, you know, kind of like looking back now, just as far as like my freshman year, even I would say freshman and sophomore year, I remember hating, you know, to go on CASA and have to get up for these eight o'clock classes. Despite, you know, having to get up way earlier than that for, you know, high school. But it's <laughs> kind of like at high school, you know, I wouldn't even like I feel like senioritis is really like a thing of the past. Like I had sophomore sophomoreitis, like <laughs> sophomore year, I really didn't want to do anything, you know it was kind of like so imperative for me to just really lock in because I didn't really have, you know, a grasp of where I wanted to go. Like, I felt like at a point, like I was really kind of like limiting myself and then just as far as like looking at, I guess, you know, I guess fees and stuff like that. I was like, okay, let me look at their tuition. Let me look at their tuition and kind of like, let me mm-hmm. see what they have to offer. And like I said, of course, you know, I have my have my degree in business administration with a minor in computer information system. So I felt like, you know, it was kind of like a good major because I couldn't go wrong with it because at the end of the day, everything is swayed around business in some aspect. It might not be that specific mm-hmm. field, but something is, you know, swayed around. it. And then as, as far as the computer information systems, I feel like that also kind of gave me a big edge and kind of like, I mean, you talked about, you know, you were kind of telling me like about, you know, the accounting and stuff like that. I was like, the good thing about it is, a lot of it ties together. So it's not like, you know, you're putting a big workload on yourself. Now you might rearrange how your classes are offered, but at the end of the day, you're not really messing yourself over because those three fields, you know, tie together. So that was kind of like a big plus. in. And I just wanted to, you know, kind of have that insight, I guess, as far as how to work, you know, different like Microsoft systems. So that was, you know, highly beneficial. Like I say, in my everyday job now, I use different, I use Word, I use Excel. So it it, kind of like definitely gave me an edge over certain people because it was less I had to actually be taught. And I feel like when you really get out into the job force, that is things that pretty much are high quality because I guess, I feel like a lot of people's jobs, uh, some of these major corporations or businesses, granted they might have their own way of conducting business, but at the end of the day, the more you could bring to the table, the more high quality you could show them that you are. And the faster you could progress because you already have some of these skills that this person may not have, you know, and it's not a competition, but at the end of the day, you don't want to be stagnant in your career because this is your career you're talking about. This is something that it isn't like, you know, Mm -hmm. high school or college where you could sit there and pretty much, okay, this year I could do this. A couple of mistakes at a job and you're gone. Yeah, <laughs> a, couple of, a couple of mistakes at the job and you're gone. And, you know, like I say, I put so much emphasis on a career because what I do with this job dictates what I do, you know, at this next job or whatever. If I sit mm-hmm. there and, you know, I got fired from this job and I sit there and go try to apply for a CEO position, then, of course, you already know the outcome of that. But that's just <laughs> kind of like, you know, even you could put it in the college terms. If I sit there and I go to um, if I go to L.C., and, you know, I pretty much kind of like screw off and I try to apply for Northwestern. I have to do additional additional things just mm-hmm. because I chose to take this route. So it's kind of like the same way, you know, from a career standpoint. And I kind of wanted to touch on one of the things that you had said is pretty much just as far as like expanding on, you know, college and stuff like that. I feel like when you when you pretty much mentioned, you know kind of like some of the social and emotional benefits from going to college, I feel like that was, you know, highly important because I feel like a lot of times people get so caught up in the moment, they tend to forget about those things. Like I said, and that was kind of like another thing. I I, like, it's crazy. Like, you know, every time I have a new guest on the next episode, we always kind of touch on something that I previously talked about, like within Mm -hmm. the last at least two episodes. So, like, that was kind of one of the things I talked about just as far as, like, you know, coming back from homecoming and stuff like that. Yeah. much having the ability to network with people. I feel like a lot of times people miss out on that. And, like I say, despite how close I was to Northwestern, as far as, like, staying at home, I still pretty much didn't know anybody when I went to school. It was kind of like a complete start over, like, meeting new friends. But, like I said, coming back from homecoming, not even just with the frat, just in general, people I've met, you know, over my four-year, like, journey. It's, mm-hmm. it's really mind blowing. Like I say, then to still see people in the real force is like you never know how that connection can take. You know how far that yeah. connection can take you down the line. So, that's Agreed. yeah, that, that's definitely important. Like I say, that you captured that. Man, also,
1: uh, I you mentioned something about Microsoft. Yeah, uh, I know we were probably gonna, you know, hold the the, the investment talk. Oh no, go ahead. Later, go ahead. Nah, go but nah. you know, uh, I, I want to give. literally literally everything that I learned uh actually my line brother Tariq Andrews he actually told me something and it stuck with me and it's yes sir Tariq (laughs) (laughs) man he taught me something and I will forever every day I wake up I think about this simply because it was it was that powerful um but he said if if I gain some knowledge and I didn't share it with somebody I'm selfish so and and he he man every time we talked he uh he would always say that and that that like i said earlier when i hear something i'm able to remember it because you know i play music and so that's that's kind of what i do for a living in a sense yeah uh but man he, he told me that and so that's why i want to share everything that i know and again i appreciate you for even you know allowing me to come on your platform to share some of this information but uh, as far as investing wise uh, microsoft is a great company to invest in uh, i actually read a a article that stated that they will be taking over uh apple within the next couple of weeks or months or so simply because apple they had a, a stock market crash in a sense uh this this past week and it was due to them not being able to produce enough iphone 13s for individuals so uh microsoft i i'm not quite sure when it's going to happen but actually are planning to take over apple um so w- one thing that that you learn as you you know study more about stocks is that there's something called buying the dip and a lot of individuals uh i'm pretty sure Justin you did this as well with in regards to crypto yeah um bitcoin in particular uh, people always try to find the lowest price that they can they could possibly find just so they can ride it back up because Bitcoin is something that's gonna uh, most likely take over the entire currency of the world. It's most likely gonna go to one one currency, but you know that's a uh, neither here nor there. But you know Ethereum is another great great uh, cryptocurrency you should be looking into uh, just because of the overall. It's something called a blockchain, which is you know it's it's basically a safety net to protect your money and your assets that you invest into uh, this particular currency. Um, also, uh, this is something that I encourage every single individual to do. And I've seen extreme returns on this on a consistent basis. Um, so most individuals uh, invest in the stock market. And whenever you're investing in the stock market, you basically invest in in a particular company. And so what 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 you're actually doing is let's just say that we've taken Apple for example. So whenever we invest into Apple for individuals that are kind of green on what investing actually is in the stock market, um, whenever you invest into Apple, you're you're banking on the fact that Apple is going to produce a great product this year and they're going to get a lot of service and a lot of business and a lot of customers given revenue to this particular company. So what Apple actually does within the stock market is, okay, we received a lot of revenue simply because you've invested in us to produce enough uh, materials uh, for individuals. Now we're going to give you a, a return on your investment by giving you a little bit and in, in a way of uh, your stock market uh, uh, revenue. Yeah. So, so- that, that is something that, that takes extreme uh, patience and time simply because you have to, you know, you have to actually watch this stuff every single day and almost every hour just because news about different companies come out uh, rapidly and <laughs> you can literally be up a couple thousand and the next moment you, you're you down to nothing. Uh, actually, this is funny that we're talking about this because there's a particular Case in about uh 2000 2001, uh, it was called the Enron scandal. And so, what this particular company was, it was a natural gas company. Okay, so this particular company found a way to make more money, and that was by making the uh the entire organization public. And what that means is is that they're actually putting this particular company on the stock market exchange and people can publicly trade that particular stock and invest in it just so that they can get the returns as we stated about uh, in regards to Apple, okay? But now this particular company, what they're actually doing is they were manipulating their stock prices by saying, uh, they use this particular accounting method um, called mark-to-market accounting. And that's again, mark-to-market accounting. And basically what that says is, Okay, let's just say uh that Justin, you and I, you we we make a deal, okay, and we are expecting our deal to make us a million dollars. Okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and as as Miles Nolly Incorporation, I'm gonna go ahead and say, I made a million dollars just because of what we agreed on and what we expected it to be. Yeah. Now that's yeah. that's in a nutshell what mark to market accounting is. Now. This is this is not a safe practice simply because I haven't received none of that million dollars yet, but I'm putting it on my books as though that I'm a million dollar company. So <laughs> what what this particular Enron company did was is they manipulated their stock prices and they had a a particular deal uh, with Blockbuster and they were expected to make fifty three million dollars. So what they did was on the day of the deal they used this accounting method. And said, "Okay, we we got a we got fifty three million dollars, okay, but this deal actually fell through because of the lack of technology during that time. Think about this it, in two thousand. There's no such thing as Apple products as, as the way we know it, and Windows was you know at the very base model at that time. So, the, the technology was not the biggest thing during that time. Uh, so, so actually, they they did this." And investors was like, man, this company has consistently been making profit year after year after year. So about five years straight, um, it went from about $20, uh, that's how much a specific share was for the company. Then it went all the way up to $80 within a a span of, of five years. So that means consistently every single year, people making massive, massive returns. But you have to keep in mind that they were using this accounting method, manipulating their investors saying we worth more than what we actually have. But nobody really, you know informed the investors that they were using this particular accounting method. And so that that went after after um, about a year and about 2001, this particular company, they had an auditing company, uh, I forget which, which company is uh, Anderson. Uh, They were one of the top five accounting corporations, auditing corporations in America, alongside with KPMG and so forth. But uh, anyways, they they got an audited and so forth. And the company went from $80 a share to 50 cents a share. So (laughs) they literally lost 29,000 employees. People had their 401ks tied up into this particular stock in this particular company. And everything went to shambles. Now that is the risk that you run whenever you invest into a stock. Now, what I I do is I invest into the foreign exchange market. Okay. So basically, um what foreign exchange, uh, we most people know it as Forex, and it's, you know, it's kind of gotten a bad rep simply because of the network marketing side of it, and trying to get people on your team to make revenue, and so forth. But this is actually a real thing that's been happening for extremely long time before the internet or anything else had uh, been formed. Um, but during Barack Obama's candidacy, he actually made it available for individuals to uh, trade on Forex. Uh, so prior to Barack Obama, uh, only, only big time corporations and uh, hedge funds could actually invest into Forex. It, it, it wasn't open to the public. So, again, Forex is short uh, for the foreign exchange market. And what I'm actually doing is I'm not investing in a particular company, rather, I'm investing in a particular currency. So, uh, you have something known as a pair. So, I take, for example, uh, AUD USD is a particular pair that I would invest in. Okay. So, AUD standing. for the Australian dollar, which is the uh, currency in Australia and the USD, as you know, that is the American currency, which is the US dollar. So basically what I'm doing is I'm investing in currencies uh, and I'm I'm using my technical analysis, basically what people that invest in stocks do as well, uh, and determining whether the Australian dollar or the US dollar is weakening. Or getting stronger. So I'm no longer focusing on a particular company, which is on a microscopic level. Rather, I'm I'm working on actual currency and countries. Uh, so, so that's the key difference between the stock market and the foreign exchange market. Now both are extremely beneficial, but you know, you take a bit more of a risk whenever you're investing in a particular company to do well. And as I stated before, you you might you might be up thousands and you might be down the very next time that you look at your uh, Robinhood or your Webull or whatever platform that you're using or Coinbase to uh, check out your, your stock investments. So uh, also, there's nothing that I do on a day-to-day basis to make money. Now, that may sound crazy to some people, but it's actually called automation. Okay, so now I have an AI robot, which is short for artificial intelligence robot, that actually places trades for me on a daily basis. And again, my, my line brother Tyreek said, if I if I knew some information I didn't share, I'm selfish. So this this is some information that's high tech. Uh, it's something that can you know it can really further your career. And uh, it's, it's an extremely safe investment. You can actually see um, about 10, 10 to 15% return on your investment on a monthly basis. Now, um, the, the, the higher your account balance is, the more that uh, return on investment on a monthly basis actually is. Now, this particular artificial intelligence robot is called FX Scalper. Okay. And this is uh is F as in Frank, X as in X-ray scalper, S C A L P as in Paul E R X. Okay, so the full title is F X scalper X. Now you can actually go on YouTube and search this up and you know fact check everything that I'm saying, <laughs> but I, I I would strongly recommend anybody that has you know a couple hundred dollars here, if you have uh two hundred dollars you know invest in the robot, you know, try it out and then uh put set up your MetaTrader 4 account, which is the platform that you'll be using to actually trade your currency. Um and and you know just just try it out. So that that is something that's a gold mine that if I knew this coming into college, I probably quite frankly which I probably wouldn't even finish <laughs> just because of how how valuable this particular information is. And now we we you and I we talked about something earlier, and we talked about determination and you know seeing stuff through and not giving up whenever you lose. Now, in particular, I lost so much money that I I won't even say out of my mouth how much money I lost <laughs> leading up to this information. It'll be but <laughs> yeah, man, I I I don't even want to say it, <laughs> but. That's how that's how much it was, but uh, if I if I had given up when I started losing, I win some days, start losing, and uh, I consistently made you know some really really massive profits, and then I lost everything. And when I tell you everything, I mean everything. But I I was so determined because I had seen a, a like you talked about earlier this this bright tunnel at the end, yeah, and uh, this this light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, I saw something that, that could really change the trage- trajectory of my entire family. And so now I've gotten to a point where my little brother has an account, I have an account, and the rest of my family has an account. So this is something that we talked about earlier in the podcast, bringing something to the table. Now, I my, my family has provided for me my entire life. Now, I, I had gotten to a point to where I was like, man, after i had been doing research and so forth i said man i have to be able to give something back and i have to have you know some some type of knowledge to be able to bring to the table because i mean i've been you know pulling and taking 22 years of my life how can i give something back and that was my contribution so i want somebody to take that information i just gave them and do it for your your kids and your kids kids and your entire family
0: Yeah, that's that's major, for real. Like I said, you know, it's kind of all about, you know, personal, I guess you would say like personal opinion. I guess that's the easy way of saying it. It's kind of like not necessarily thinking that you have to bring money to the table because at the end of the day, you know, people say this and that, but money can only do so much. A lot of times, like I say, it's about, you know, the information that you know and the people that you know. I feel like that's, you know, highly important. And just kind of like even on that subject, I had... I had, you know, learned so much. And I know me and you had, like I say, personally talked about just, every, you know, pretty much everything you said, just kind of like in a, I guess you'll say, a more compressed, compressed yeah. time limit. But like I say, we pretty much talked about all that, but I feel like you definitely hit like a lot of high points and uh, just to kind of, you know, go back to social media, another page that I follow is uh, Earn Your Legion It's kind of like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like, like I say, heavy, like heavily business, oriented for real like because i had seen maybe i want to say i want to say it was maybe this week i had seen a post uh well video that they had did and it also it kind of referenced the it kind of referenced the document from cnbc mm-hmm. and it was talking about microsoft passing apple to become the world's most valuable company mm-hmm. and it really kind of like i said just kind of surprised me because i feel like a lot of times microsoft is something that we overlook because we don't really realize how much is actually utilized as far as you know even from a news aspect but you know of course with apple like i said that's something that we kind of look at because it's the items that we get from them but not really looking at the back picture of it like i say because of course i mean if you look at me now iphone macbook you know airpods apple watch that's you know four apple products right there so it's kind of like People see it from a materialistic aspect, but don't really see the back behind it. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So mm-hmm. that was, that was definitely something uh, you know to talk about. Then also, kind of how you were talking about, you know, with the stocks and stuff like that. Uh, the situation really sounded so similar to like Wolf of Wall Street. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know if that was something that you had seen, but yeah, yeah. Like it, it really took me forever to really just sit down and actually watch the movie because I think, like. I had opportunity to watch it before and i was like man i don't want to watch that movie like i said you know, <laughs> you know like look like i said, love the actors in it it was just like man i don't want to watch that movie like man I'm, I'm trying to see something blow up you know yeah. but in reality i did see something blow up the, the company blew up right there in their face you know and it was just kind of like based off you know a true story just talking about uh um, tony robbins and you know it just kind of like with his just transition as far as like, you know, with stocks and stuff like that, they would have the stocks, you know, pretty much saying that they were going for a certain price and they would have people that would sit there and like skyrocket these stocks and get a lot of people to invest in them. And mm-hmm. it really just kind of blew my mind. But like I say, at the end of the day, kind of how you say it with the other stock, it kind of referred back to the time period that we were looking at. At that mm-hmm. time, it wasn't like people could just go get on social media and be like, man, let me go do my research on this, this, that and other. It was almost like word of mouth. And I feel like, if a lot of things have so much of a presence or so much of a, you know, I guess a grasp of attention on others. And it's talked about so much, of course, the next, yeah. year, you know, we'll want it. So that was kind of one of the things I wanted to mention. And I don't know if you had uh, kind of seen this, but uh, how they had end up having like the Squid Games uh, currency. I didn't watch that, bro, but I've, I've been seeing it like crazy. So I didn't see Squid Games, the actual, you know, show but mm-hmm. I ended up doing like a Squid Game coin. And pretty, it? yes, it was crazy because the thing about it was pretty much the founders ended up reportedly running away with 2.5 million. So it was almost kind of like the same situation. And it was kind of like named as being one of the biggest scams, but it was just kind yeah. of like that situation. Like, you know, they were getting people to kind of like heavily invest in it. And then all of a sudden they just kind of like pulled out. And like I said, don't get me wrong, I'm, like I say, you know, investing in, you know, different currencies and just things of that nature. And even just kind of like regular stocks as far as like, you know, index funds. So it's like, you know, you're investing in multiple things. So that way you still have, you know, your money kind of like coming back to you, getting those dividends. You have that money coming back to you, you yeah. know, for the quarter or whatever. So that's like a, you know, big benefit to me. And like I said, you could pretty much do your research and it's a big, li- like long list of, different companies that you can invest in as far as like from a dividend standpoint and kind of how you said with the, pretty much with the, just referring to, I guess, having a larger portfolio, you already know, it's kind of like common sense. If you're talking about compounding interest and things of that nature, oh, you, yeah. know, you have a bigger dividend return if you have more in your portfolio, because it's based off your, the quantity that you hold or the percentage that you hold. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, another big thing. And the last thing I wanted to touch on as far as investing and kind of like the importance of it. So I had kept seeing another article floating around and I had finally, like I said, finally was able to catch it on Earn Your Leisure and save it. And it was mm-hmm. about uh, in 2014 when Kobe Bryant had invested the six million in the startup of a body warmer. Like I say, and, you know, looking back then, like I said, that's you know, seven years ago. I can't. Mm-hmm. Re- I think I just started seeing body almost. You know, maybe like in the last few years or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was like uh pretty much just kind of elaborating on how today Coke was in the process of purchasing the company for five point six billion. So that initial six mm-hmm. that Kobe Bryant had invested in two thousand and fourteen pretty much makes that stake in the company worth eight hundred million now. So wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So. Like just like I say, just the math on that, you know, it from six million to eight hundred million in seven years. Now, don't get me wrong, I know a lot of people don't have six million laying around. So I'm not, you know, downplaying it like that's a little bit of money. But compared to the magnitude that it has grown to or can possibly Mm -hmm. grow to, if that deal does go through for 5.6 billion, that's tough. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and you know, like I, I like to kind of stay intact with you know different news like that because it kind of like gives me, you know, awareness on different situations because I, was, I had seen this one like video and I'm not even sure if it was true or anything like that, but it kind of just lets you know just kind of like the importance of taking advantage of a good opportunity when it's in your face. Like I said, a lot of times people are, you know, kind of like research, 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 and it is a such thing in my opinion as over researching when the situation is right there in your face. You can't mm-hmm. tell, you know, certain people you can't negotiate with it and tell them, well, <laughs> give me two weeks and I'll, you know, get back. <laughs> the deal, you know, is not gonna sit on the sit on the table forever. It's like, yeah. you know, show me the money. If I'm, you know, business oriented or whatever. And like I said, that's not to say, don't do your due, due, due diligence, but just like I had said earlier, you have, you know, pretty much set yourself a timer. Yeah it's only two ways that it can go either you could you know not do anything and let it just happen and you already you know know the result of it or you could, you know put forth your full effort and then when the time comes up you could say I did my best blah 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 you know I might have a, a positive outcome yeah so yeah that's you know like I said that's just kind of like my point of view on that but I just feel like it's important like I say, to hone in on your situations and pretty much just like I say, do your research because it's not on the it's not on the table forever but back to what i was saying at first as far as what i had seen not saying like i said if it was real or not but it was like a reporter and she was interviewing like bill gates or something like that and he pretty much had asked her like what was the i want to say like maybe you know how much was her work like something like how much was her worth or something like that not asking for a net worth but just mm-hmm. asking like how much was she worth you know in a sense, or something Mm. like that. And pretty much he had kind of offered her a check, like wrote the check out right in front of her, offered a check, and she pretty much declined it. And he was like, offered it again. And she pretty much declined it again. And he was like, see, you could have been the world's richest reporter, but instead, you know, you declined my offer. So he's pretty much like, you know, just taking advantage of the opportunities that present themselves. That's pretty much the message behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, uh, just, just, this my last thing that I would like to say about that. It just, you know, again, like we talked about social media, is one of the greatest opportunities that one could ever do or partake in, you know, cause, because literally, as I stated earlier, man, it's, it's no reason not to have the information. Um, if anybody says that they are struggling with the business idea uh, Organic Mindset Podcast is the greatest podcast out right now, and I encourage everybody to tune in simply because there's no
0: other podcast that's better than this one. Biggest manifestation ever. Yes, sir. That's yeah. what we do, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, and you know that was kind of like I say when you talked about that. That's all I'm thinking about. You know, what I'm saying manifestation. That's what it's all about. Manifestation and putting forth that effort for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, man, to close out. I want to ask you one final question. Well, really, it's Mm -hmm. two questions, but I I want to close out on this note. So, I want you to just give the people some of the books you're into, and also, kind of like, with you being a senior, as you stated earlier, what are your plans at the school? Got you.
1: Uh, So, man, believe it or not, I'm not really a book type person. Uh, which I actually should change. <laughs> I we- think that's one of my my weak <laughs> points. But I I do I I I watch tons of podcasts that you you wouldn't even believe how many podcasts I watch. Yeah. And every yeah. single day, every time I wake up, every morning, uh, every time I go to bed, I have a podcast going on just because it gives me that motivation for the day or motivation at night. You know that that I have it on my mind all day. Uh one of the particular things that uh again Mr. Neil Davis he teaches is that you should try to get as successful as you can as fast as you can just so that you can enjoy it as as long as you can. Yes. So my my whole motivation at this point in, in point in life is just to get as set, successful as I can share the knowledge everything that I learn I want to share it to everybody um and just just like you're doing on this podcast I want to share it with everybody so to answer your question, I don't really watch, uh, I, I don't really read books, but, um, some of the podcasts that I tune into is, um uh, it's called social proof podcast. Of yeah. course, the greatest, the yeah. greatest, um, podcast organic, organic mindset podcast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, it, it's just a few others. Um, I, I listen a lot to anybody that's, that has something going on for themselves and, I determine that by the knowledge that they can give me or how they make me feel after I'm listening to them. So if they can inspire me and I, and it seems though that they have more knowledge than me, then I'm, I'm getting it. So, uh, YouTube, 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 um, to answer your second question, uh, my plans after college, uh, so man, it's one of those things that I'm still praying about. Um, I have been taking a look at a, a particular certification that's called a scrum master. And this particular certification uh, allows you to have something called agile methodology, and it's basically something that, since you were the president of Cap Outside when you were on the yard, uh, you understand what it's like to lead a group of individuals. So, um, the scrum master's role is basically to keep everybody uh, on on track, just to meet specific deadlines, helping them out, you know, being that middleman. Uh, giving out delegations and so forth uh, most of the things that you've taught me uh, when you were on the yard you I, I tried to stick as close by you as I could just so that I can learn as much as I could since you you know it's, it's known fact that whenever you you surround yourself or try to get around somebody that has had the experience you should take full advantage of it because you just rather take their uh their fall downs and their when they scrape their knee, you would rather not scrape yours so that you can just get that information and just run with it, you know. Yeah. So, so. um but that's that's my plans after college. Um I plan to still play music and uh share God's word as much as I can. Yeah, that's dope, bro. That's dope for
0: real. Like I say, I never even heard of that certification before. And I feel like you know a lot of times like I say, people kind of Lose sight of those certifications, but I feel like you know that'll just kind of make you stand out that much more, whatever you know direction you do choose to go. Yeah, so that's that's definitely dope. Yeah, appreciate that, man. Yeah, most definitely. You got anything else you want to, you know, get a people though before we get off of here? Uh, I mean, one last thing that I can
1: I can say is just you know, get as much research as you can and keep God first and be humble. Um, the only time that you should. Look down on anyone uh, is to help pick them up, uh, and that's something that I've learned uh, throughout throughout my uh, f- throughout my years in college. Uh, it's just you know there, there's individuals that go through so much on a day to day basis, and especially you know individuals transferring from that high school to college life experience. It's going to be extremely tough because you don't have a teacher that's really just holding your hand, or individuals that have graduated uh college and they're moving on to the real uh workforce experience and people that have children it's, it's never in the cycle where you you just consistently going through new things in your life that you hadn't experienced so uh in order to you know stay level-headed is to never look down on anyone simply because you never know when you might need them and uh pray as much as you can and stay focused and stay hungry
0: great words great words and like always man I appreciate you for coming on dropping knowledge and just you know really just kind of like I say conversing with me I feel like you know this episode was packed with various items that you know different individuals could take you know from all different ages because like I say it's it's never too it's never too late at the end of the day so yeah. I appreciate you for sure
1: Yes sir man hey I appreciate you bro you are uh, you big mentor in my life and uh, I I commend everything that you're doing so don't ever give up bro and you know, just when you think somebody's not watching, bro, you just never know when you're
0: gonna meet that person that's gonna
1: take you under their wing and make this thing go to the top.
0: Yes, sir. So without further ado, yes, man, we out for this episode. Peace.